what you're about to do. I pray that, Lord, as I try and I attempt to preach your word, let certain hearts be set on fire. Let certain destinies realign to your purposes. Let Christianity be made clearer to us and let our path be sanctified to your glory. I pray that your unction will be upon my flesh and my spirit to utter the express counsel of yours today. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a good clap offering. Your amen was weak. In Jesus' name, give the Lord a good clap. A good clap. A good clap. And please take your seat. Hallelujah. Tonight, I'm going to attempt to preach. I don't know whether I'll finish as usual. I don't know when I'll finish my sermon, but whatever I'll say to bless you. Amen. I'm preaching or teaching on a very important subject. I've titled, Running the Christian Race Successfully. 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 How many of you know that you are running a race? Hello? Yeah. We are all running a race. And this race is not a competition. Christianity is a race set before every man. Every man has a race he's running. And you have to understand what it takes for you to run this race successfully. Many people have attempted to run this race and they broke their legs. And they could not run again. And they gave up. Because they didn't understand the rudiment of the game. And one thing I'm trying to do in this time and in this season, and actually in my ministry, is that I'm trying to bring people to a point where you understand what it means to be a Christian. And that is all my ministry is about. So you realize that I I preach on a certain line. Because when you need to be a disciple before you can make souls for Jesus, multitudes don't win souls. It takes disciples. And today I'm going to help somebody because in the course of the race, you may wish you quit. In the course of the race, you may wish to give up because certain things will confront you that will test your faith. Can I hear a big amen? Certain temptations, certain trials, certain persecutions can come across your way that you wish to step out of the race or even stop. But today I pray that as I walk you through the scriptures, your eyes and your heart will be opened to see the way forward in your Christian walk. How many of you want to know how to walk this and run this race well? Hallelujah. Give the Lord another good and vibrant clap offering. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 to 2. Our core scripture. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 to 2. 
He said, wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Say, I have a race I'm running and I will finish it well. Oh, you are not saying, I have a race I'm running and I will finish it well. Verse 2. The Bible said, looking unto Jesus. So, our Christian life is compared to the life that Jesus came to live on earth and the life that Jesus is living up there. Because we have eternal life. Every Christian has eternal life. It means the life that you have now it doesn't end. So, if God does not give us a standard, how are we going to run the race? But somebody has run the race and has earned the recommendation or the commendation of God. And that man is Jesus. So, we are supposed to look up to him. He said, looking unto Jesus. It means that examining the life of Jesus examining the way of Jesus, examining the mission of Jesus, observing Jesus, focusing on Jesus, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. So Jesus becomes the standard by which you run this race. We have too many Christians quoting men of God and never quoting the scriptures these days. They know what man has said, but they don't know what God has said. So if man is going wrong, we are not able to find it. So every, if you are following a man who starts following Jesus, you are likely to also stop following Jesus. But the Bible said, looking unto Jesus, it's better you look unto Jesus than you look unto a man. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. You may be looking up to a certain prophet, but that prophet is a drunkard. The day you see him drink, you backslide. You may be looking up to a certain apostle. That apostle is a fornicator. You will meet him one day and you will lose hope. But if you look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith, he never gave up when he had to give up. He never, he, he never insulted anyone when he had the power to insult. He never killed anyone. He ne the, the, the Bible said he endured the cross. Not every man can endure the cross. In the race, you will have to carry certain crosses. And it's only when you look at Jesus that you will be able to carry the cross. Because if Jesus did not fail, and he's the author and the finisher of your faith, there is no way he will begin the faith with you and cause you to fail. I came to open your eyes. I pray that curtains on your eyes will be open for you to look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. When Jesus was on the cross, 
he was never offended with God. But there was another man who was there who was offended with Jesus. He said, if you are the son of God, save yourself and save us. But Jesus, the author and the finish, you need to follow Jesus. You need Jesus to be formed in you. After you become born again, if you don't allow Jesus to influence your life, you cannot run this race well. There are many people carrying, I've been studying some things today um, for some time now, and I've been studying the word believe. When you say you believe in Jesus, what do you mean? What do we mean? When we say, I believe in Jesus. Most of times, it is acknowledgement. I acknowledge him as the son of God. What else? And I discovered that the New Testament word for belief, it means that to acknowledge and to obey. I am acknowledging him and I have decided to obey him. Because in Matthew chapter 7, verse 21, thereabout, there were people who acknowledged him, who actually knew him, who actually were familiar with him, who actually were work, working for him, working miracles, prophesying. That means that they knew the power in the name. He said, in my name, in your name, we casted out demons. In your name, we prophesied. They believe, they acknowledge the name, but they never obeyed the bearer of the name. So as a believer, you have to understand that the race you are running, it is parting after the Lord Jesus Christ and not after any man because no man is worthy to die for another man. If even you offer yourself, oh God, your blood is filthy. If even you have never seen before, your blood is filthy. Yeah. Because your great-grandfather sacrificed people. But Jesus, he is a holy seed. He who knew no sin. And that was the price that was needed. So if you are going to live that Christian life, a life that looks like Christ, you must pattern your life after the Lord Jesus Christ. I thought you were clapping. The Bible said, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. And that word is very critical. Endured the cross. Anytime you hear the word endure, it means something is becoming unbearable. Hello? The race you find yourself in is not a cool job. You are going to meet very um, speed ramps, potholes, arrows. But the Bible said, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. What does it mean? In the race you are in, expect some sinful moments. Expect some days of shame. Hmm. Expect some days of suffering. It's going to come. Some is going to be weeks, months, years. But the Bible said, there was a joy that was set before him. 
despising the shame, and he is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. That talks about the reward he received. And that a name has been given to him that at the mention of that name, look at that. That was the joy. If you can run this race well, the crowns that God will give to you, you have no idea about. I thought you are clapping. The Christian race is a tough race. And yet, Bethesda is hard. The Bible, Paul even told them, endure hardship as a good soldier of Christ. Endure hardship. And hardship is hardship in different forms. That's why today I'm here to teach us how to run this race successfully in this challenging generation, in this time and this season that everybody wants to be comfortable. If you want to be comfortable, you will lose your lane in the race. You will lose it. You will lose it. You will lose it. Because that race, I've not seen anybody running in the race and they are finding him. Or they've put air conditioning and said, while he's running. No, 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 no. I'm yet to see somebody running with suit. They're going for Olympics 2019. Then the one representing Ghana is wearing white suit, red tie, white shoe. There is a certain mood, a certain posture, a certain preparedness that you need for the race. Else you cannot finish the race. Many people have lost their faith, but they are still in church. Yeah. There are people, when they were believing God for children, they passed some shrine and went for their child and they are still in church. There are people, when they're believing God for their business to boom, they pass some place, went for something, and they are still in church. Because they say God is merciful. There are people, pastors, they are pastoring, the church is not growing, they pass somewhere, the church booms, they are still pastoring church. If you make such a pastor your standard, you will follow him to hell. But Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, must be our standard. The Christian walk is not a competition. That is why I can get my blessing today. Your blessing may come next week. I can get my blessing in 2019. Your blessing will come 2025. Your destiny is not fastened in my, in, in my destiny. My own is different. Your own is different. Where I'm going, maybe the race, I'm running 20,000 miles. You are supposed to run 10,000 miles. It means that the resources I need will be more than the resources you will need. And you see, it doesn't matter how long your journey is, how short your journey is. We will all get the same response from God. Good and faithful servant. So the reason why God will give me a, a jet will be because of the race 
he has said before me. The reason why he will not give you a jet is because the race ahead of you does not need a jet. So why do you worry when I fly my jet? Why do you worry when your brother is driving a Lincoln Navigator? Why do you worry? Because your destiny is not like his destiny. You just have to be faithful with what God has given to you. I thought you'd be clapping to give God praise in the house. Many people have left the church and left the faith and left the kingdom because they lack the understanding in this Christian work. Uh, there are couples who will never give birth. Yeah. There are men who will never marry. There are women who will never marry. We can't ask God any question. When you get to heaven, you go and ask him. Because there are some seasons and some times he has kept under his power. And if you trust him, that means that everything he does is good. Some people have entered into marriage, eh? the first day they entered, they wish they didn't enter. But go and see those who maybe they have prayed and fasted, prayed and fasted, and all they wanted was a marriage. But maybe God was delaying it because he saw that no, this thing is not correct. But impatience. No, no, twice the first night you see something you are like God nobody's coming for wedding again for you you are inside you run it maybe your cross was supposed to be a chichinga stick but because of your stubbornness a doom tree will be your cross <laughs> and you will carry it because we are not coming for engagement again No, you, you will run it the race ahead of you. He said, give me the verse. Verse 1 again. Verse 1 again. He said, and let us run with patience. Running talks about making an effort. Yeah. You can't run without making an effort. There are things you must do in the race. Any message that puts you in a place where you think you will not do anything because grace has, oh, that message is killing you. You are soon going to backslide. Because he said, run! I don't know how you run without exerting kinetic energy. Without burning some calories. Yeah. Run the race. Another one talks about walk. But I'm not going there now. There's a walk in the faith and a run the race. When you hear run, it means there's something to achieve. There is some limit to break and there is some target to hit. Are you running? Are you running the Christian faith? Or you are sitting. There's time to sit. We sit in authority. We run to achieve and we walk to have specifications of the mind of God, but we run the race to achieve, to do the work of God, to work the works of Christ, to achieve something in your life, and you need to end that race successfully, still in the faith. They are all caught people in church. They are in choir, they are in intercessory, they are in protocol. You can never see it with your eye until the day you meet them in your vision. And they are in church. 
Don't be deceived. They are running the race, but they've lost their faith. Because every man doesn't like persecution. No man wants to suffer. Janice, do you want to? No, no, nobody wants to suffer. Nobody. That is why when water is hot and you put your hand in, you quickly remove it. Eh? You quickly because it is hurting you. This race you are going to run, this generation must know. We must know because the way Christians are going, eh, I'm afraid for the next 10 years. But if we have a remnant in you, that you carry the thoughts and give to the next generation, Christianity will have a better taste. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. The way you are clapping, eh? I'm suspecting you. First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24. First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24. Let me push it further. The Bible said, Know ye not that they which run in the race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So run that ye may obtain. It means that there are people who will run, they will not get any prize. And they will obtain nothing. I told you, running is for achieving a mark of the high call. A high call, a mark. You have to score, you know, you have to score some marks. Yeah. We are not saved by our works, but we are rewarded by our works. Yeah. For your labor of love will not be in vain. We are rewarded by our works. What type of running? Ask yourself. The Christianity you are running, are you running it well? That's why you can buy car, the same type of car for two people. In five years, somebody's own will be broken down. Another one's own will still sound like a new engine. How are you running the race? He said, some will run and they will obtain. He said, run so that you may it's not constant that everybody running will get a prize. But I say, run that you may obtain. It takes something for you to run to obtain. All I'm, I'm tempting to do, I am attempting to do, is to bring you from somewhere and put you somewhere that you will run this race worthy of your calling. I thought you'd be clapping to the Lord. Many of the messages that makes you happy, many of the messages that makes you ent entertained in the church, does not build you up. It doesn't take you anywhere. A, a message that will put a responsibility on you to run this race with caution. To run this race. To obtain. I don't want to get to heaven and God will say you have nothing. No. You have that. What are you looking for here? You have nothing here. Everything you have is over there. Oh, yeah. Take. No, you must obtain something. And you must die in the Lord. For whether we live or we die, we die unto them. We, we must live in Him. We live. We move. And we have our being. Your life must be decorated with the aroma of Christ. 
in the race of life, you must not get to a point where we are doubting your stand in Christianity. And that is what I'm talking about today. Yeah. One time, one member who used to be here, he came to me and said he, need, he needed, he had a proposal to enter into estate development. And he went for a meeting. And when he went for the meeting, the people were like, you see this thing, 10 million, it was $6 million. This, I, I, I'm not lying. It's, it happened here. $6 million. And the people say, huge personalities. I can't mention them. We're on Facebook. Huge personalities. Over 20 of them. Top-notch rich men in Ghana. They say, oh, you just join us. Just join us and we sign you on with $10 million. He came, he came to tell me in my office. No, we didn't have an office. We were in the classroom. He came to show it to me. He said, look, $10 million. He said, I should go and think about it and come. He said, Pastor, this one, I can't join. My uncle joined and he, he didn't die well. But many Christians have joined. You have to run this race. You see, how come that some were ready to be fried in oil because of their faith? How come? That some were ready to be crucified head down. That some were ready to tie, to be tied behind cars and driven through town. One evangelist, one missionary went and the people caught him. You know what they did to him? They caught a cow, removed everything in the cow and put the human being there and sold it and put it in the sand. At that point, you have the choice to deny Christ. How come they are still beheading people in these Islamic countries? At that point, you can say, I'm not, I'm not, I, 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 I've, I've, I think, I'm not, I'm not Christian again. You know, they are fine. They cut their head. God has not allowed us to cut, for them to cut our head. But we are quick to move out of the race. God wants you to remain in the race because it's only when you remain in the race and you achieve something that people can clap for you. If even you are with same boat and you go out of your lane, you are disqualified. Yeah. You can't be disqualified. Yeah. You, you, you can't be disqualified because of the way you are running. You can't enter. Immediately you enter into somebody's lane, you are out. You have to run. We have to run. We have to run. We have to run to obtain something. I thought you are giving the Lord a good clap. Oh. Galatians chapter 5 verse 7. Galatians chapter 5 verse 7. You see, when it comes to healing, I don't know. You see, when you are going to give money to God, how are you going to give to him? What is the mindset? Is it to buy the oil? I'll come to that. This race, no angel can run for you. You have to run it yourself. 
Jesus told them, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself. Let him deny himself. So nobody can deny yourself for you. You have to deny yourself. Carry your cross. Your cross is fastened for you. There is a customizing angel that customizes crosses for people. The cross I will carry, you don't need to carry. But what is fastened for you, you have to carry. And everybody will have to carry a cross if you're a Christian. Me, I cannot suffer. I am too anointed to do this. I'm, oh, you are. It's a grammar. It's pure grammar. It's just it's a dramatic act you are doing. I'm too anointed to do You, if The fact that you are anointed, that is the reason why you have attacks. The Bible said the day that the Philistines heard that David was anointed, the generals of the Philistines, they came against him to attack him. The anointing commands power. If you have power, if generator is producing power, what is he supposed to do? He's supposed to release it. The race you are running expects certain things. And when those things come, it is because there is a promotion, there is a joy, there is a designed upliftment for your life that even prayer cannot stop it. There are some afflictions that when you enter, it doesn't respond to prayer. Mm. You have to go through. <laughs> Ramaik, prayer. Eh? There are some afflictions when you enter. Prayer cannot deliver you. You have to go through because there is a testimony at the end of that temptation. So the Bible said, ye did run well. Who did hinder you that ye should not obey the truth? So you can start the race well and not end the race well. They started running well. The church in Galatia. They started the Christian faith well. One time Paul told them, you began in the spirit. How come you are ending in the flesh? Began in the spirit. How come? That now. That means there are people running the race that they started well, but they are now in the flesh. There are some ministries that started well, but they have ended in the flesh. There are some Christian lives that started well. He said, What happened to you that now you cannot obey the truth? God is talking to us. What happened to you that now you cannot obey the truth? You used to obey. You used to cherish the word of God. You, you, you used to uh, 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 you used to feel awed in God's presence. You, you used to magnify the awesomeness of God. You used to respect men of God. You used to respect church. Used to love church. How come that now you cannot obey the truth? Because you see, the race, if you don't expect trials, you'll be taken aback. 
So you hear people say, so why me? Why me? Is God there? Why is all these things happening to me? Why me? And nobody wants to mind me. Any man that comes to my life, nobody seems to be interested. The good ones, they are not fitting. The bad ones, they are the one fitting. The, oh, God is testing you. God is testing you. God is trying you. is testing you. God is proving you because God can never entrust certain blessings into your hands until he can trust you. Yeah. The race you are running and you better is a tough one full of temptations. The young prophet was told when you are going don't talk to anybody don't eat. The old prophet came to confuse him. And when he finished eating and was going, lion stewed him. He didn't finish his race. You will finish your race. I said you will finish your race. You will run very well. You will obtain a reward. You will take up prizes in heaven. On the speech and prize giving day in heaven, many things will be said about your life. Your race will be decorated with awards. Somebody shout, I am the one. Philippians chapter 2, verse 12. Philippians chapter 2, verse 12. Then a guy called me. Sofu, Sofu, Charlie, your ministry is, is, is promising. Charlie, make we go somewhere then push the thing. I said, you are crazy. I deleted this number straight. You can start well. And you can fail. Because the race... We have all, we've all gone to secondary school. You see that 100 meters or even 400 meters. Somebody will start, cuckoo, 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 cuckoo. 100 meters, maybe it's number one. By, four, by 300, somebody is just overtaking. It's not about how you started. It's about how you will end your fate. Yeah. Look at England, UK, America. All those places. They were the centers of revivals. All the revivalists we know, they were from there. US, UK. UK, they, they were all there. Jonathan Edwards, John Wesley, they were all there. Today, look at UK. Fire is off. Fire is off. It's not about how you started. It's about how you are running. There is a way you must run the race. I'm praying that I'll be able to do even one for you. There is a way. And that is why the messages we preach from this altar, they are birthed from the way. They are birthed. They are birthed from the way. The counsels you hear from a proper pastor, they are birthed from how you should. How your life should be in the race will determine the type of counsel we should give to you. It's left for you to listen or not because they started in the spirit and now they could not even obey the truth. You can be a chorister and be known as a wicked person in the sight of God. Because in your heart, we don't know what is there. Are you here? Or you've gone home? Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, 
but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Work it out. Now, it's a simple English. Work out your own salvation. That means there's salvation there, you have it all. But work it out. Work it out. It means run the race well with fear and trembling. Because, you see, when that fear and trembling is not there, you'll be a very careless person. You will not respect signals. You will dream and you wake up and you will even mind the dream. God will be speaking to you expressly. You dream, you see rice you are going to eat, they've turned into maggots. You wake up, guy, you've even forgotten, you, you are going to eat banquet and go to work. Because, you, you see, your spiritual sensitivity is off. God is speaking to you. You are eating worms. You don't care. You are going to you dream. You are going to bath. You see snake in the water. Oh, this is one of those dreams. Really? God speaks to us in dreams and visions. That if you don't walk in fear and trembling, working out your salvation, every suggestion from a man will lead you off. You must walk this faith. Eh? with a certain fear and trembling. Yeah. A certain fear. You can't put alcohol on table for me and I'll drink. Never. Not today, not tomorrow. Under no circumstance. Fear and trembling. Because per adventure, I picked the green bottle and this is a soul of one. You see me drinking. I will fear. You must fear and tremble with the faith you are having. Look how, how you know, look at other people who started and they fallen. Many started and they fallen. It's not easy to run this race. And you need a certain godly reverence. Fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. You need a certain godly fear. Yeah, godly fear. That's me. Or any, you have to fear God. Say fear and trembling. You see, these things, eh, in this generation, they don't talk about this. The message here is, it makes you free. I'm yet to see a major road that doesn't have traffic lights. Every serious major road has traffic lights. Every serious major road has traffic lights. Let me, let me, let me go to at least one of them. Let me just go to one of them and then I. How can I run the Christian race successfully? The first thing I want you to know is that you must run with the spirit of discipline. If you want to run this race successfully, listen to me. We must run this race with spiritual disciplines. Disciplines. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 to 2 again. Running the race successfully will require us to run it with spiritual discipline. The spirit of discipline. Some of you are here, you are very tired, but you came. It's a manifestation of the spirit of discipline. 
what you are you do you discipline your mind to do your body will be subjected to it discipline he said wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with a great crowd of witnesses let us lay aside every weight let us lay that is an instruction it will take a discipline for you to obey spiritual because until you do this you can't run the race so in indiscipline, in the spirit of indiscipline, somebody will attempt to run the, the, the race with that weight on him. And that is how come those people, they fall. And sometimes depending on the weight, do you know that if you are carrying a 34 bucket of water and you fall, you can get up easily. But assuming you are carrying an odun tree, and you are running and you fall and the tree falls on you. You get very damaged. The weight that easily, the weight and the sin. So there are two different things. There's one that is small and there's one that is mega. You have to be disciplined to put them away. If you have to study your books and you cannot put off your Facebook data, you are indisciplined. If you have to study your Bible and you cannot put off your Facebook data, you are indisciplined. And indiscipline has, has eaten. Today I sent a message to uh, somebody. Make sure you see me Sunday after church. KKKKK pastor. Indiscipline. Indiscipline. KKK pastor. May turn off his KKKK pastor. Discipline all over the place. You are driving in your car and you look on the road in Ghana, you see the, the definition of indiscipline. The thing has spilled into the church that even spiritual, the spirit of discipline is out of the church. If you come to church and your phone is still ringing, it's indiscipline. You come to church, you are sitting in front of me, I'm preaching the word of God and you can get up to go and urinate and come. It's indiscipline. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's indiscipline. That's why you see, the, I, I heard that sometimes the president, when they're going to sit in the major meeting, they wear something. Because you can't get up to go away. Will you get up when you have gone, you queue for visa to U.S. and the white woman has called you and she decides to talk to you for three hours and you are feeling to wee-wee and poop. Will you get up? You won't get up. You will sit there. <laughs> You'll be smiling and you'll be sweating. The air condition will be on you. On cash, but You must run the race with the spirit of discipline. Be a 21st century Christian. Have all the swag, but let your spiritual disciplines be intact. We need people in our generation like that. Have all the swag. Look all beautiful. Look all handsome. 
But when people come close to you, they must feel the warmth of the aroma of Christ because your spiritual disciplines, there are places you don't go. There are no go areas in your life because you have disciplined yourself. Yeah, discipline. Esau did not discipline himself. That's why he missed out on the blessing. He was just indisciplined because of cocoa. Eh? Because of cocoa, you sold your birthright. How? Indiscipline. Why couldn't you? So if you wait for three hours, will you die? Will you die? If look, Rebecca is dropped to Esau that I've heard your father. No, he is dropped to Jacob that I've heard your father. Telling Esau that if you get him food, then he will bless you. That means that food was available in the house. The way Rebecca was quick to get food for Jacob to come and take the blessing. It means that if Esau was really serious to get food from the mother also, he would get. But because of the spirit of indiscipline, indiscipline, lack of discipline on our side makes us miss the blessings of God. Lack of discipline. Just imagine a, an athlete in the race. Yeah, but one, two, Afena also. Hey, hey, is he a serious person? Indiscipline. You have to focus on the race, listening to them for the gunshot, and you are you are dancing. You are looking at your back. Have you seen of them look, looking at their back or running and looking? No, that's indiscipline. You are running and you are waving people. Oh, J fans. Yeah, yeah. You have to run this race with discipline. It takes discipline to even study the Bible every day. Yes. Spiritual disciplines. It takes discipline for you to go back home and read the notes you even made in church. Now, a lot of you don't write when we are teaching. You don't remember anything to. So, code the main scripture I'm using. You are not writing. So, what scripture did I use? Hebrews. Which other scripture too? Uh-huh. <laughs> you have to run this we had a meeting with the general myself. When we got home, I read it three times. I read them, read them, because I need to get something inside. When I read it the third time, I thought I said, read this book for 12 times. I finished with it. I started reading it the second time. You see, spiritual discipline eh, is not imparted. You know, come, take, take discipline. <laughs> take it. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> you need to work it out. If you don't learn how to wake up early to pray and read the Bible, nobody can impart it. It's not transferable. It's not a gift. Discipline is not a gift. It's a development. It's a nature. Oh, pastor, the way you are disciplined, I need your, it doesn't work. I can pour all the oil on you. We don't impart discipline. We develop. We build it. You cannot, you cannot walk this, run this race without the spirit of discipline. Praise God. 
We must run the race according to the rules. Wow. Is that a good one? I think I'll just dwell on the spirit of discipline. So, so under the spirit of discipline, we must run the race according to the rules. There are rules governing the race. Hello? Proverbs chapter 3, verse 3 to 4. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 3 to 4. Quickly. The Bible says, Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thy, tablet, thy, thy heart. He says, So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of the Lord. Take me to the verse 3. He said, Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them. So you have to know the mercy and the truth in the race of God. You need the mercy of God and the truth. And the truth are the rules. If you, if you love me, obey me. That's the truth. So you don't love God until you obey him. That Jesus will increase for us to decrease. It becomes a rule in your mind. So that whatever you are doing, you allow Jesus to be seen and you diminish. He said, after you have done all, Nathaniel Bassi, after you have done all, take all the glory. Take it. There are rules. You don't take God's glory. You don't position yourself for people to see you and give you glory. God will not share it with you. It's a discipline. If you have to pay your tithe, it's a discipline. You have to pay it. It may cost you. I watch my mother pay tithe religiously. I believe those things have produced some of us. We, hey, she will keep the money in the wardrobe. We don't have money to eat. You say there is no money. And Sunday you see the tithe car powerful. You go and put it there. Religiously, up to now, that's what she does. You go to, you can clap if you want to. You go to this, these villages, you see the orthodox churches, you see very, very old women walking to church. Very old women. We are young, we don't like church. We think church is a burden. You see these old women walking to church, cleaning chairs, sweeping the church. Discipline. Zachariah chapter 8, verse 16 to 17. Zachariah chapter 8, verse 16 to 17. Let's run fast. The Bible said, These are the things that ye shall do. Speak ye every man the truth to his neighbor. Execute the judgment of truth and peace in your gate. Verse 17. And let none of you imagine evil in your heart against your neighbor. These are rules. Rules. Run it and you'll be run with it and you are safe. What evil have you conceived against your neighbor? Who oh, are sorry so only will be in Casa? No. Ebeism is witchcraft to have evil in your heart against your brother or your sister. It's witchcraft. Only witches are wicked. Yeah. 
So though you are in church, you drove in the car, you are flying in the night. You are flying with a plantain branch. You have evil in your heart. He said, and love no false oath. Don't swear with a lie. You know you won't marry the girl. Look at it. Believe me. I love you. You have even made your face serious. He said, these are rules. Love no false oath. Love no false oath. For all these are things that I hate, saith the Lord. So there are things that God hates. And they become like boundaries where you don't go. You don't send spray by gas, fire. That fire hurts the spray because it's flammable. God said he hates it. When you are hating your brother, God hates it. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 11. Ephesians 5 11, quickly. He said, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. Give me another version. Quickly, quickly. Please be fast for me. Time is going. He said, have nothing to do with the worthless things that people do. These are rules. You need to know. Nobody, don't allow somebody to tell you that they are judging you. Who are you judging you? The Bible said, have no, have nothing to do. Have nothing to do with worthless things. Oh, shall we? Worthless. I was listening to a, 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 a drug addict that God Jesus has saved. And he said, look, he had somebody, the person had seven houses. But when cocaine married him, he sold six of them. The seventh one, he didn't find the documents. That's how come he didn't sell. He said, have nothing to do with the worthless things that people do. Worthless things. That's why we tell don't go to club. Don't have pornography videos on your phone. It's worthless. That is it. And things that belong to darkness. These are rules. Rules. Otia second wife. It turned me upside down. No, so I not told to him. Baba back. Oh, pastor, you know I met Baba Alaji and said, "Oh, we will do my third wife, third wife." Third wife. Oh, pastor, I met this man. You know he loves me. The only thing is that he runs a nightclub. You are coming to tell me. Go. Instead, bring them out to the light. There are rules in the game. We compromise, we endanger our faith. You compromise, you you surround yourself with bad friends, you will be bad. You can't be the only Coca-Cola among Kebashaw drinks. Your Coca-Cola will contain Kebashaw. 
non, 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 non. You can't. Evil communications will corrupt good manners. There are rules. When you come to church, look for people who are on fire and walk with them. There are rules. This race you are running, you can't run it anyhow. There are rules. In every profession, there are rules. So also the Christian faith is a profession. This profession is a high calling. There are rules. Are you here of God? Second John 4. Quickly. Second John 4. Second John chapter 4. Okay, 1 4. I rejoice greatly that I found of thy children walking in truth as we have received a commandment from God. So you have to walk in truth. You have to walk in the light. You have to run the race in truth. It's going to cost you, but run it. That is the only way you can. Because truth cannot be overcome. It may be sabotaged today, but it will emerge tomorrow. It will stand. When you stand with the truth, you have stood for life. When you stand with the truth, you have stood for life. When you stand with lies, you have drowned yourself in death. I pray for you that you will be a Christian who will become an example to your friends, your family, and your friends. Somebody give the Lord a mighty clap offering. And the walk and the running with the spirit of discipline. Number two, you must run with watchfulness, 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 watchfulness. Let me wrap up in five, seven minutes. Watchfulness. Watch and pray. Watchfulness. If you have to run, you have to run with watchfulness. You see people in the race, when they are running, they have not closed their eyes. They've opened their eyes watchfulness. Your eyes must be opened in this walk. Observe. Look at things and see things well. God told them, see I've given you Jericho. You have to watch. Jesus said by their fruit you will know them. How will you know their fruit if you are not watching? Watch. There's a friend he started in the spirit and all of a sudden he's going off. If you are not watching, you cannot see. When you see, you will never doubt. Until you, do, you see, you always doubt. You must have an eye to watch people. And sometimes it's not only watching others, but you have to watch yourself. Examine yourself periodically. Because the temptations will cool you down. It will cool your fire. So every time you need to examine yourself. Watch. Watch in this race. Watch. Keep and watch. Keep a watch. You say watch and pray. Don't just pray, but watch. If you don't watch and you are just running this race, you will fall in the ditch. Because you may be following a blind man. If you want direction to a place and you close your eyes, you may be talking to a mad person. Oh, can you show me the way to Jubilee House? 
Yeah, Jubilee House. <laughs> Jubilee, Jubilee, Jubilee. You close your eyes. <laughs> you close your eyes. You are talking to a madman. You don't know. Jubilee, Jubilee. We are in Jubilee. Yeah, you are like, oh, I've gotten to Jubilee House. I just met a man. He just told me, I'm. Meanwhile, you are at Abosoka. Because you are not watching. There are many of us, we take so many information from everywhere. It makes the Christian work difficult if you don't take care of your backslide. Yeah. And when you backslide, sometimes it depends on the kind of fall. Some of the falls, eh? Go base in the corner. Praise God. Matthew 26, 41. Quickly. Matthew 26, 41. We must watch. Yeah. We are in a generation where we don't care about the spirit. We don't care about the fruit. We just want to see the power. The power. The power. The breaking of the chairs. <laughs> the charismatic drama. The power. But I will care if a madman can do and people will fall. I will care. I will care if a madman brings me jollof and chicken. But I'm like, will you eat? Will you eat? Madman. Hey, this is from KFC. No matter how the aroma is, Jack, my water is okay for me. I'm okay. He said, watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Keep your spirit alive by watching. Watch. To safeguard your environment, watch. That's why we have watchmen in our houses. To watch. In those days in the king palace, the watchmen would be some would be in the tower. They'll be watching ahead. So that if a threat is coming, they send a signal to the other military people. They are watching to safeguard. You need to protect your faith, not to be corrupted. You need to watch. If you will finish this race, if you will finish this race successfully you need to watch what you listen to what you see what you read where you go what you talk about you need to watch you need to watch it i thought you were clapping <laughs> colossians chapter 4 verse 2 colossians 4 2 the bible says continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving watching Watching, watching is very important. If you don't watch, you will go off. If you don't watch, you will go off. Hallelujah. First Peter 4 7. First Peter 4 7. Shagadabahatayas. He said, But the end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore sober and watch unto prayer. Watch. Because when you watch, you have prayer topics and you'll be praying. You will see the dangers. You will see your weakness. And anytime you see your weakness, you must enter into your stronghold and begin to pray for the supply of the Spirit. Watch. 
Watch your spiritual thermometer. Check your spiritual temperature. Test how you are able to obey God. First, it was swift. God said, go, and you go. Now, God said, go, you are waiting for 30 minutes. Watch it. You are getting cold. You are getting somewhere. Watch it. And quickly repent. And restore yourself. Watch your works. Watch your life. Because this race is a subtle drift. Subtle. 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 You stop coming to church. You stop fellowshipping. You get angry. You have become cold in church. You are too independent. You don't give your tithe. You are now listening to don't pay tithe. Don't do this. Don't pay tithe. Holiness is not important. We can never be holy. Who told you that? That everybody is chasing somebody's husband. Watch it. That everybody is sleeping around with men. Watch it. There are some women who have not slept with any woman, any man at your age. Watch who told you every woman got a job by sleeping with you? No. What? What? What you hear? Because what the information you hear will inform the actions you take. Watch. Watch it. Watch it. Oh, this anointing oil. This and this and that. I was hearing some testimonies. Hey, anointing oil. They put dead people's water inside. Hey, child. Watch and safeguard your spiritual life. Don't pollute it. Because sometimes one pollution will just kick you off. May the Lord help us all. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Oh, my time is done. My time is done. We must run the race with patience. Run the race with patience. Because of time, let me add this one. Run the race with faith. Run the race with faith. Run the race with faith. You must run the race with faith. Yeah, it's not about how you feel. It's about what God wants to do. And it takes light for you to know what God is going to do. It's not about the stories in the Bible. It's about the light in the Bible. It's not the quotations of the scriptures. It is the light in the scriptures. You can quote and quote and quote. If you don't mix the scripture with faith, you will never find God. Yeah, It's not the stories. Everybody can read stories in the Bible. There are stories and there are mysteries in the Bible. It takes faith to connect to the mystery. There's a mystery about Titan. There's a mystery about prayer. When you are in danger and you kneel down and you are careful, Sata, Marakataya, my God, my God, Maker is a mystery. It's a mystery. And God will come down. There's a mystery to praises. If you don't catch the mystery, you will learn the lyrics of the songs. You will learn all the moves. You can dance and sweat. But because you don't have the revelation, you miss the mystery behind it. We must walk by faith and not by sight. You look at somebody, you don't, you, you don't treat him with how he looks like. Because the faith in you will connect to the God in him. And that is faith. When you are going through trouble, you are still 
because you know that he makes a way where there seems to be no way. In this race you are running, there will come a time you will meet closed doors. Doors that refuse to open. Be there. God will make a way. You don't have an God doesn't have an alternative. You don't have a choice. God is God. Your God that saved you is one. One spirit. You don't have an alternative. If the door did not open, it means you don't need it in your destiny. If you need it, God would have opened it. He opens the door and no man can shut. Close your eyes and begin to pray. Put your right hand on your heart and pray to God. Help me run this race. Help me run this race. Help me run this race. Just pray to God in two minutes. The temptations, the trials, the affliction, the pains, the disappointments, the rejections that I will face. Pray that Lord, my faith will be stronger in you. I will run this race. I will run this race. I will finish my course. I will run this race. I will run it successfully. I will run it. Pray. You know yourself. Maybe you have some indiscipline, spiritual indisciplines. You want to pray that God help my weakness. Help my weakness. He said, let not mercy and truth depart from you. Pray that Lord help my weakness. I tap into grace to walk and run this race. Receive the grace to run this race. Lebra bala baba la gadaba. Zolo bala bala bashata la baba. Lebra mala kosima la gadelema. Imana nana moshada la baba. E palo zekra para. Thy grace, thy word, our end, the glory of oh, our strength, our strength, thy grace. Thy word, our end, the glory, Arababakatakadaba. I have a friend outside the country. When we began this church, he used to send us his diet every month. He did it for about two, three years. And one day he sent me a message. He says, oh, I've been married for two, two, two years or so. No child. Where is God? I've been giving. I've been giving. I said, I don't know. He's around. Keep doing what you are doing faithfully. He will come through for you. As I'm speaking to you now, they have a baby girl that is over two years. Look, if every temptation that comes your way, push through. Don't give up. It may be tough, but don't give up. Because the joy that is set ahead of you will cause you to forget the pains of your today. May the Lord give you the grace to run this race 
in Christianity. Somebody celebrate the Lord with a good clap offering. Oh, somebody clap better, clap better.